0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So there have been a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of injuries going on, but we're not going to dwell on that. We're not going to dwell on the the huge rash of injuries. Let's let's lead with some good news. What about players returning from cancer? I mean, Trey Mancini. What about players returning from myocarditis? That's Eduardo Rodriguez. This is this is uh, basically, you know a summary of the Red Sox and Orioles game that just happened. But let's talk about that. So some good news, Trey Mancini got a standing ovation during the Orioles home opener. So most of us know that he took the year off last year because he was recovering from stage three colon cancer. His last regular season home game was on September 21st, 2019. And that was the last day Orioles fans were allowed in the park. And even though it was a limited capacity at Camden Yards, I mean, 10,150 people were there to witness his emotional return to the ballpark. He went one for four, the run scored, but that doesn't really matter. Just to see Trey Mancini back on the ball field is a good thing. 18 and a half months since the fans last saw him step foot in Oriole Park. So shout out to Trey Mancini. And I mean, hopefully you know, they're at 25% capacity now, hopefully, eventually, they'll get back to full capacity and gets he gets the love from the Birdland faithful in Baltimore. On the other side was Eduardo Rodriguez. So the Red Sox play the Orioles, and Erod he got you know he got a belated birthday gift. So just the day after turning twenty eight, and five hundred eighty seven days after last appearing on a big league mound, he got the win as the Red Sox defeated the Orioles seven to three. He tossed five solid innings four hits and three runs while striking out seven. So last season, Erod got COVID just before summer camp and then he later was diagnosed with myocarditis. That's you know a heart condition, so it's pretty scary. But that forced him to miss the entire 2020 season. And then he had to skip his first turn in the rotation this season due to left elbow inflammation. But he finally returned and he looked good. I mean, the O's did touch him up for two home runs, but I mean, he gave seven strikeouts and you know that changeup was working. That changeup was working. So uh, he did he did his thing. Erod did his thing. And he's he's a very important player at the top of the Red Sox rotation. I mean, he finished sixth in the AL Cy Young Award voting in 2019. He led the majors in starts and led the Red Sox in wins with 19. He posted a 381 ERA. So I mean, obviously his return to the clubhouse is going to be just as celebrated as his return to the mound because, you know, good player between the lines and he's respected outside the lines. So, yeah, starting our day off with some good news. No need to get bogged down with all the injuries that we're hearing about around the league. Around the league, but Red Sox win that game in Baltimore, a final score of 7-3. to In other news, in other news, we have... Jeff McNeil, I mean, it's not really news, but I mean, this dude, he unleashed probably probably the, the best bat flip we've seen so far this year. So the Mets were playing at home and he hits a home run to right field. Absolutely. Just he turns around with both hands, just underhand tosses his bat flip. I mean, that, that's the way you get the home crowd going at New York. And, you know, that was a that was a home run that tied up the game two two against the Marlins and. Yeah, I guess you can say baseball season has officially begun because, you know, usually we see someone like Tim Anderson getting things going with with one of those bat flips. But this was Jeff McNeil doing a Tim Anderson-esque bat flip for us. So enjoy that GIF or uh, that video when you see it as the Mets defeated the Marlins by a score of three to two. All right. I will say, though, I know I didn't want to really talk too much about injuries, but James Paxton has been recommended. He's recommended for Tommy John surgery. So Mariners lefty. That's a bummer. Okay, so let's talk about James Paxton's career. So he began with the Mariners as a fourth round pick in 2010. And then he spent 2013 through 2018 in their uniform. He was always injury prone, even when he was with Seattle. But he was traded with the Yankees. And he returned to Seattle as a free agent this past offseason on a one-year deal. It was a one-year, eight-and-a-half-million-dollar prove-it deal, it was like okay, can you stay healthy, kind of thing. His very first outing, he exits. He exits the game. I think he was only like, like, like one plus innings through. It was, it was ridiculous. He was like, yeah, he was like not even through two innings, and he exited the game because of you know some. I guess, obviously, it's going to be an elbow issue now if they're recommending Tommy John's surgery. But the thing is, when he's been healthy, he's pitched well in the major leagues. He just hasn't been healthy. So it's possible we just saw the last of James Paxton for this season. That's, I mean, it was a gamble by the Mariners, but uh, it just has not really... It just not has worked out for James Paxton in recent years. I mean, he has a career 359 ERA in the major leagues, but it's just this dude can't stay off the injured list that's a huge bummer that's a blow for for seattle it's not like they're really going to contend this year but i mean you you make the incremental steps forward and james paxton was going to be part of that but not anymore apparently and i did say yesterday that george springer was set to make his season debut today looks like that's not going to happen anymore because just as it looked like he was going to play today he felt tightness in his right quad while running the bases and he went you know, he went and had an MRI and it revealed a low grade strain. So he's unlikely to make his debut until at least April 15. Honestly, in the grand scheme of things, that's not that bad. April 15, I mean, that's an extra week. But, you know, yeah, I mean, once he gets out there, hopefully he can stay on the field the rest of the season because that's an MVP caliber player that the Toronto Blue Jays would definitely love to have. So. I hope you guys are also paying attention to the Akil Badu craze that's going on up in Detroit. So we know he homered on the first pitch he saw in the big leagues. And he's just, he's just been having some, some special moments up there at the dish. You know, he had a couple homers, had a walk-off base hit. I mean, this dude, he, he's just been raking. He's just been raking. I'm talking about storybook, storybook uh, moments, walk-off hits, home runs. You know, doing it on the first pitch, triples. He's just having a lot of fun. 5-4-11 to start his young career. And this is someone who they picked up during the Rule 5 draft during the winter. And the Tigers are obviously going to hold on to him for dear life. You have a 22-year-old center fielder who is, you know, he, he's hitting the major leagues scene in stride and has, has, not, uh, <laughs> has not slowed down, even defensively. I mean, this dude threw out, Anderson Simmons yesterday from the corner. I mean, he's just doing everything on both sides of the ball. He's being extremely impressive, and everybody likes what they see from him. Just also a cool name, obviously. That makes it easier to remember when you have a cool name like that. But thought I would mention it since he's been fun to watch. But That's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.